Welcome, friends, to the Soul Talk podcast, a show where we explore and uncover the path to the heart, amplifying your conscience. Join me as we meet incredible souls who are in this journey and learn from their experience and different methods that will make you vibrate your heart. Let's get into it. Hi, everyone. This is Monica Ramirez, Warrior of Love, and we are in Soul Talk. And uh, this is a long time I haven't used the StreamYard, so I apologize for any mistakes. And if you can hear me, I will appreciate if you can say hello to us. To I have a very special invite for me that someone that I is being my teacher for a long time that I've been following, and uh, his name is Nikki Hamid. And let me tell you a little bit who he is, but he's going to tell you way more than that I even know how to express Nikki, it is, um, he's been a teacher and a professor in the psychology university, currently with a counseling and mentoring practice. He has run workshops and retreats all over the world and currently uh, is an author of many books. The latest book he has right now is Humanity Rising, A Journey from Fear and Control to Love and Freedom, that you can find this one in Amazon. And I really, really appreciate Nikki for accepting my invitation for Soul Talk. That I I've been having wanted to make you many questions every time that I've been following you through the years. And uh, you are an amazing um, human, and you're in, in, the, in the part of the world that I love. I have many family and friends over there in um, in New Zealand. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you uh, for inviting me, uh, Monica. I'm so happy to be here. Um, yeah, I'm, I'd like to tell a story, if that's all right. And the story, and the story includes it's about my life, but uh, it's like I want to illustrate what's happening now to us all in this world, in this world of chaos. Um, because uh, it's been, it's a theme of my life. See, I, I grew up in a family that allowed me to be the human I was, the little boy and the teenager. And uh, so I felt my own freedom, my own freedom to choose. And... I've always felt my own freedom to choose. And this is very poignant now because this is what is being, appears to be having taken away from everyone. This was the plot. This is the big plot uh, to deny um, humans their freedom. But it's been the plot for ages and ages. So I'd like to just illustrate uh, this whole thing that's happening now, that has ha it happened over past, over past incarnations, humans have been much maligned. You know, we have made, been made to feel lesser, to feel powerless, to feel that we're here and uh, all we can do is survive, survive from, from childhood to adulthood, from adulthood to old age, 
And the best we can hope for is an old age with a little bit of comfort and to die without pain and suffering. And so it's been hard yards for thousands of years and now we have come to this lifetime and this lifetime all the oppression, all the suppression, all the manipulation, all the control has come to the surface because it's leaving. We as humans have to take our true place. And if you want to know what our true place is, just look at a baby. The baby comes straight from God. There's not a baby, no matter what color, race, creed. Beautiful baby is innocent and comes from God. And that's what humans are. And that's what we are. And we're not, we're children of the one. The children of earth. The children of the sun, the moon, the stars and planets, children of the cosmos. And we were born to be free. And that's where we are moving to, regardless of what you see playing out on in this grand movie, because it's a movie. It's just a movie. It's playing out in each our own hologram. But we can change it, because there's an undercurrent, an undercurrent coming from Earth, an undercurrent coming from the sun and our planets, an undercurrent coming from the great central sun, and it's under within coming up through us, as well as coming down, the light coming down. In. So it's there and it's rising. And the shadow, the dark side, if you like, which has always been there, this time is up. Because we came as children from God. We came with our knowing, with our innocence. And in the times of moon, in the early stage, it was pristine. It was like the garden of paradise. What was that? They pixie pixies on there. <laughs> in, in, I, I just question uh, regarding what you're saying because there is a lot of confusion in what you just mentioned uh, through um, my, the, my clients and so forth because everybody wants to see that the controllers or the dark side or whatever that is only the governments and so forth in my own experience it is not only the governments it's not only uh, the politicians uh, it's also happening at home with the narcissist people that probably we can grow up with it. Well, when, when I talk about shallow, I'm not just talking about the government. Yes. What we're seeing in the movie are, 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 are 
being done on mass is another layer of that darkness the um, the the, uh, the shadow side but it's even deeper than that. It isn't just on the physical side or the emotional or mental, it's on the spiritual side. People do not realize that in spirit, when we're out of form, there are battles going on. There's a battle between the light and dark. It's mm-hmm. a adjusting for position because shadow is actually a neutral space. Shadow is the place between light and dark. And shadow in this universe we are in is the place of free will. It's a place of choice. Shadow has no good or bad. It's a place where you choose. And our place is to choose life. Choose to move towards the light to grow, to expand. And that is, by definition, in the opposite direction to the dark. The dark intent has hijacked shadow when it wasn't meant to be hijacked, or it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't hijacked. It was something like an oyster. When it gets a little progress on it, it builds around it a beautiful pearl. But that irritation moves it to produce that pearl. So it is going into uh, the shadow place, feeling that opposition, but choosing the light, right? Yes. So shadow is not in, in and of itself positive or negative. It is the place of choice. So, what do we have right now? Every human being, from their understanding, from their awareness, from their awakeness or sleepness, <laughs> is being asked to make a choice. And the choice is towards your heart, towards the light, towards uh, seeing with the eyes of love, or turning around and being attracted back to what you've been taught. Fear, we say, anything that's fear-based. And so everyone has a choice. This is why um, the momentum of the change we wish to have in this world is going to be made by people coming to the decision, enough is enough. That's all they need to do. What they've done is switch off, switch around, began to turn around 90, uh, 180 degrees towards the light. Then we have the waking up. But all it needs is for any one of us to say, enough's enough. I stand for me. I stand for love because I am love. Not love is out there, away, but I am love. Look at that baby. It's just love. This is who you are. This is who I am. And And it's simple, it's difficult. (laughs) If we understand as humans that we are free 
that we're love. In that moment, we can change any situation we are. We can be in the darkest place until we say enough is enough and yeah. start making our own choices and not following the old programs that those yeah. are just stuck. And so an angel is not all sweetness and light. Mm-hmm. An angel says, no, not on my watch, no. This is as far as I go. I do, you do not step over that line with me, and I will not go in that direction. I'm going in another. Bless you. See you later. <laughs> yes. I wanted to give a perspective through my life because I grew up with this kind of awareness. I knew the elementals. I traveled multidimensionally. I didn't understand a lot of it because I was a human being doing a human life. So I was a teenager. I had my ups and downs and I've always had ups and downs just like everyone else. Why? Because I'm always been given the opportunity to make the choices in any given moment to make the choice. Uh-uh, there's the pull this way to turn around and choose love, to choose light, to choose my heart knowing. And as I do this more and more and more, you get quicker and quicker at it. You still have to face the ups and downs of your emotional cycles, your mental cycles, because there are mental cycles, physical cycles, up and down, their cycles, their waves. We still have to negotiate that, just as we negotiate our stadium rhythm, you know, the time to go to sleep and the time to wake up. Uh, if we don't interfere too much, we get pinches, uh, enough sleep. If the mind gets uh, working, we don't. So we learn to learn to know our own cycles. And if you know things go by cycle and, you, uh, and you're aware of what's happening with you moment to moment, then you make the adjustment. You watch the news and something's falling in and you feel the anger coming or the fear coming. You step back. Aha, there I am. Turn round. Hand on heart. Choose the light. Until you can do it like that. It's practice. Practice makes perfect. And it is dropping as we go along, we're dropping all the beliefs. Now, as a child, I grew up with this, I grew up with awareness of a pre- the presence, the presence of my teachers, if you like, and mentors, because none of us are alone. We all have an entourage, every single one of us, and they're always there, and they're waiting. They're waiting for what? They're waiting for us to ask. In any given moment, ask, because they are not going to violate our freedom. They understand how beautiful the journey is here going. And we must make the choice. Because how will we be strong and true if we haven't made the choice? Mm-hmm. It's all odds to choose the life. 
but they're there to help. And they see things we don't. I mean, all the stuff on clearing of the body and everything. To become aware and understand one thing, you don't have to do it all. You can ask your soul family, hey guys, would you come into my auric field and pluck out? I'm feeling something that's bringing me down. I don't know what it is. It might be something that's jumped into your auric field from someone else. Shadow. That you're not aware of. Sometimes we can pick it up. But we don't have to pick it all up because we've got help. Who can do that? Like that. They can take away and immediately you feel... Yeah. And you don't have to know. You don't have to know at all. Because it's beautifully arranged. You and I, Monica, you and I, many of you who are listening to us, help others, have our practices in life. And what are we doing? We're putting a hand out to pull a person up to a level where they feel empowered. Yes. And we've done our job. Right? We've done our job. They may call a game, but we've done our job. So we're here and we heard the call to put our hand out, our heart out, with loving kindness. That's why we came. That's our purpose. Apart from taking in more light, the more light you have, the more power you have, you are giving to the change of a whole. So it's one of the greatest joys. For me, it's the greatest joy to be a part of somebody else's lighting up. It's their lighting up, not mine. They are doing it, not me, but to be a part of it. That is pure joy for me, and I'm sure it is for you. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, I, so what I'm saying is, those who are past, those in spirit, don't you think those who are, if you like, at a higher level of knowing at the moment, would do the same for you? Because there is a hierarchy, but the hierarchy is not power over. It's authority in the truth of the light. So there's, we're co-creating. So, if you like, it's bringing our company of heaven into our lives. is a huge boon that most people are forgetting. We don't have to do it on our own anymore. And now from my life, this is the way it's been. I've had, if you like, all the masters or whatever, but beings walking along beside me, whenever I turned around and asked. So, so when I... I uh, was uh, tra training as a, a psychologist, and my training was more at the university. Opportunities, different people coming with different parts that would add to my understanding. 
they didn't add to my examination performance necessarily, but they added to my wisdom. It was like it was all planned for me. After Rachel had been sitting at the time, I did, wasn't aware of it. It was all planned for me. But uh, I had, as a social psychologist, I was becoming very aware of social movement and the influence of, of, of um, people on people. Because I understood you couldn't understand people alone. You have to understand the interaction because a lot of what people think is a lot what what a lot of it is them thinking of what others think yes yeah right and so and so they get caught up in in taking on other people's thoughts as their own and now people are in the process of breaking all that but social psychology became very important to me because I also saw how shadow was uh, manipulated people's thoughts. And as people come together, there would, there would be this interchange of shadow. So a lot of the negative things that happen between people is, is through the manipulation of this shadow, these shadow presences. Does it come from each other? Just to clarify with everybody about the shadow, uh, what are you, you're talking, and, and and correct me, please, if I, I understood it wrong. For me, what you're saying, the shadow, it is basically the ego, the, the way of tr people trying to, uh, to manipulate and control other people in their own lives and dreams and not making them more than themselves. It's, it's more no. than that. It's yes. more than that because it is beings who are darker who get their kicks and get their feed from the fear of others mm -hmm. so if they can manipulate your thoughts and jump from you to someone else and they can only jump into a place where there is a wound mm -hmm. so they jump into your auric field into a wound and then they sit there yes and Sneakily feed because shadow is very sneaky. <laughs> yes, and this economy is happening all the time, and so we're feeling it. So you just need to look at something on the TV uh, in the news, and you feel yourself torn in. It's not just the item on on the, um, the news on TV or whatever. It's an influence that is trying to hold you, but it doesn't. It sneaks into your auric field, and then it plays on your self-doubt. Yes. So it has to be cleared. Yes. So clearing is a daily thing. Clearing, clearing is bringing the light, bringing your your entourage into health, because they can see what you can't. If you passed over. You would have the sight to see, but we've got so much to handle. You can't expect us <laughs> to know everything that we need to know to blow our minds. Yes, I agree. I... So I want to go. I still haven't gone very far in my story, but I think it's relevant here. So um, I studied social psychology and see influence. 
mind and the psyche on each other and the mass mind and and uh, the tricks that we use if you like people call it the psyop trick but they're not they've been around for ages and ages and ages uh, social psychology uh, deals with a lot of these and, and it illustrates it. So I had an opportunity as a, as a, a lecturer and professor in psychology to teach my students these things, the way they're influenced. And I was able to see it start to happen. I mean, COVID was so obvious right at the beginning for me and what would happen. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm not saying see how my high one, but we knew all these things. We've known all these things for a long time, and it, 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 it's a simple matter step by step that they bled, and the outcome we have is something uh, which has been understood for a long, long time. But I used to watch the news. And read the odd paper. But when President Kennedy was assassinated, because it was part of the Cold War between uh, both sides, Russia yeah. and Russia, CIA ops and so on, I was I got so angry, and I, I'm not an angry person. I don't get angry, but I got so angry. I thought, no. I'm not going to read another newspaper or listen to the TV news again. I didn't. That was back in, what, 1962, 63? Yeah, around there. 63, yeah, yeah, around about there. And I didn't. But you know what? I said, I'm going to take the life as I find it. I'm going to, this is going to characterize me, uh, for me, who humans are. Not the papers, not the news, none of that. And you know what? Over those years, and still now, I will say that humans are beautiful. The indomitability of the human spirit just gets me. How people will go uh, day after day to, to a job they don't really like and bring home the uh, money and have food on the table and build a nice house and have a, have a little security and enjoy a family time and maybe even a holiday from time to time. No, but they do it against all odds. They do, did it against dehumanizing. They did it against gradually being poisoned by the water and by the food and by thoughts, yes, about thoughts and about media and still have kindness for their neighbour or kindness for an old person. So... When you ask me, I mean, I would hear about the news because people would talk about it, but I had no interest in what was happening in the world. There was a Cold War. There was a threat of nuclear for years and years and years. Um, but 
I didn't know any of the detail, I didn't want to know. I saw in my life, not just in New Zealand, but the other countries, because I worked in China for a while, I saw people, good, good people, very seldom. They were rat bags, they were narcissists, they were odd people like that, but they were odd. They were the odd ones, they weren't the usual people. You have not noticed, or something that I have noticed is since the pandemic, that everything that it was needing to show or it was needing to clear and clean, it just show up. The people that they were a little bit narcissists, and but they could control before. After the pandemic, they couldn't control themselves anymore. So they show up more of that darkness outside that they're now they're so obvious who they are even to themselves, if they want to lie to themselves or not, but they're so obvious now that they can't hide the darkness anymore. Well, you could say the shadow can't hide mm -hmm. because more light's coming in. It's mm -hmm. coming in from underneath, you see. Yes. The karma of the ages is rising mm -hmm. and it has to leave. And we get the opportunity to see it and love it free or go down with it, or look back and bemoan what has happened. It's about real choice now, and the choice is light. Yeah. Well, look towards the light, not, but not to ignore that, but see it. And when you can see it, once you see the shadow, I mean, those of you who work in the psychic and have these entities come, How do you get rid of the identification? And you, you, you say, I see you, be gone. I see you. And they do not like to be seen. Mm -hmm. But you see them with the light, they have to receive. They have to receive. And that's where the boundaries are so, so, so important. And the moment you put a boundary to someone that is in conscience in what they're doing, because, come on, We wish everybody be awake and aware of whatever that comes out from their mouth and their emotions, but they're not. Mm -hmm. Not everybody is. But in the moment you put a boundary and you start protecting yourself, like you're not going to treat me this way because I love myself, you know, and, and, I, and I, this is what I deserve. And if now we have to walk away. It doesn't matter if it's our own family or what it is because it is very important this time till we learn to love ourselves and, exactly. and, and learn to put those boundaries. And that's a way to put a stop to those dark shadows. There's a Chinese saying, um, the best way to avoid evil is to make energetic progress in the good. So I do not walk away from you because of who you are. I walk this way because this is where I'm going. Yes. A huge difference. If it is, I can't stand you, I've got to get out of your presence, it still holds you. But if it is, no, not on my watch, see you later. <laughs> if at all. <laughs> But it's precious. Because when you look, when you get used to looking into light, You don't just see the narcissist or whatever. 
you see a beautiful soul in there, but they don't see it, and it's not your business to fix them. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it, I mean, my next book, I'm writing it now, it's called Beautiful Human, because I believe that this is where, we have, where we're going to acknowledge that not just we are loving beings, we are love. That's who we are. That's just who, uh, who we came in. And so it's dropping this unworthiness, dropping this uh, I've got to be somebody. You already are someone, beautiful being. Yes. And uh, so all through this pandemic, uh, we see all sorts of hateful things and there's still a lot of things to come through the aftermath because there's going to be an awful lot of pain and soul-searching for people who've made decisions that they, they, will, uh, they find out were not in their best interests or others, but they were innocent to the depth which, with which um, the darkness will go. It's oh. like, yeah, innocent. And uh, um, it's so easy to say, well, how can a person, uh, for example, just get a short training and do the, and, and promote it? They don't even have a medical degree, but promote it. Uh, what happens when, when or if they find out? what they've been doing, the truth of what they've been doing, how devastating that will be. And we cannot say to someone who does that, well, you should have known better. Yeah. I still, I remember, I, many, many of us we have said, no, I'm not coming back the next life to planet Earth. I'm done. I have said it many times before, until one day I actually remember, remember when I came over here and why I decided to choose this time, this time life as a human. And it was because of love, of love of human beings, of love of this planet, of love of everything. And when you finally remember why you're here in this timeline, in this moment, that's when everything is, is way more easier. That just arguing that, oh, my God, I'm not coming back in the next life. And if everybody remember why we came here, that it was yeah. for love. Yeah. For, yeah. That is yeah. the game changer. Yes, that's right. Well, coming through all, all this, I may have seen what's coming. But there's something overarching. For me, all my life is, is I've got immersed in my human experience and had to uh, step back to understand some of the things I'm experiencing. Um, but I know when I look out there at people and where we're going, I've, I, I, I've known that the light 
will win, and it has won. The light has already won. I saw when I was 18 years old uh, the future. I knew that the, the ascension was coming. I knew that uh, there was going to be some rough times because for people waking up. Uh, but I see where we're moving to. And it is amazing. It's amazing. And so if you like, whatever's happened, and oftentimes I don't understand exactly why, um, I know that's there. So it's always been for me, you go this day. You follow the golden nuggets this day. And it all works out, and it always works out. So fear is unnecessary. It has been unnecessary for me. I felt that on occasions, but basically, love is the power. You love fearlessly. When you're in love, you love fearlessly. Because you know that that's all there is. That's all you are. And so, as long as you can say with this little mind, you don't have to know it all. Don't try. If you can't fathom it out, don't try. Don't try. <laughs> Ask, and it shall be given to you. So I. So when I'm not sure, I say, please show me the next thing I need to know. It may not be, I don't even need to know the answers of this thing that's worrying me. Please show me the next thing I need to know. And you follow. <coughs> always, always, always give and get what you need. Always. We just humans don't like some of the things we're given that we need. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question that I, I know that... Uh, how I work with people and so forth, but I believe it is very important in this moment right now, people to learn how to love themselves. How do you teach people? Because we forgot. That was the problem. We all know, but we forgot how to love ourselves. And I believe that is the basis of everything. If we remember, or we, yes, if we remember how to love ourselves again. That can change the whole planet, not only ourselves. Yeah. How do yeah. you teach people how to love themselves again? It's not, a, it's not in a specific theory. People tend to think the things I need to do in order to love myself. You don't. It's so, so simple. Put your hand on your heart. Close your eyes. Take a couple of deep breaths. And just feel. There's a settling. There's a settling in the heart. And you open your eyes again, just for a moment. There's that settling. It's subtle. It's subtle. It's subtle. But when you can settle and get used to it, do this often. You get used to that feeling. That feeling is the beginning. And then a smile comes. I mean, you've got the smile on your face too. It's an inner smile. Your eyes are shining. That's, a, that's the love. That is love. 
So when you stop, it comes naturally. That love is the love you are. That is loving yourself. Yes. It's that simple. It's that simple. And it's just keeping on doing it. Keep on choosing it. When you feel like a buzz, you do it. When you're in when you're a difficult situation, you can't you 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 don't know what to do, do that. Just do it any time. And after a while you don't need to put your hand on your heart, although I still do. Yes. That is and very when you feel that love, that's what you are. You are And that's why it's difficult for people to find it, because they're looking somewhere out there, or looking somewhere for it, and it's there all the time. And what's happening now is these energies come up, it's more and more available to us, coming from the inside out and from the outside in. They're the two energies, and they intertwine. They are within each other, like the tube, like the tube torus, you know, the tube torus, the tube. From the one, from the one, to the one. At the heart, at the soul. Soul being is coming in to embodiment. Every time we put our hand on the heart, we signal love, we touch our soul, and our soul presence comes as the smile. That smile is your soul presence, that soul in embodiment. Wow. Wow. Everybody can see you. <laughs> <laughs> and we shine. We shine. We, we shine and it's there. We can have it any time we wish. Only our mental mind. That is and, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We tend to look everything from outside of us when in reality it is inside of us. Absolutely. It is. Yeah, yeah, and it's that just simple switch around. Instead of um, you're looking for love, I am love, and then it comes. It comes, and isn't it true? The simple is always, always the most profound. So people want grounding. For me, grounding is when you feel your inner smile in your body and you feel that radiance and you feel your eyes sort of almost going glassy because you love, you know, you think of a little kitten or a puppy and you you just feel this love for them and your eyes sparkle. That's soul being. That's who we are. <laughs> so when we... When we can walk into 
uh, into the street like at the moment in New Zealand we have a convoy uh, in in the capital city. But if you can walk in that street, parts of policemen and feel this alarm. Come on, it would melt. It melts. I've seen it melt people. Not that you're doing it deliberately, but because their soul recognizes. That is true. It is true. It is true. The, the touch of love. But I'm sorry, when people ask me, how do I protect myself? It's like, love yourself. That's the best way you can protect yourself. Open your heart and love yourself. And there's not better protection that you can have. Yeah, because, I mean, we could say, um, we could say energetically what you do is you expand your auric field. Mm -hmm. and, and so... It's, it becomes impenetrable mm -hmm. because of the frequency it's giving off. Yeah. Uh, so that's one way to explain it. Um, but yes, I think empaths or people who call themselves empaths have difficulty because they're used to, and used to maybe not in this lifetime, but brought it over from other lifetimes where you feel what another person's feeling. It triggers your own memories, your own feelings. So it becomes an energetic in your auric field. You bring that out and then you go away and you've caught it, as it were. You've caught it. Knowing your boundaries is being different. It's not holding back from understanding and feeling in uh, feeling somebody else's pain or suffering but it's knowing it without allowing its basis into your auric field you know because the basis of the pain is uh, a shadow within them yeah. so it's if you are clear enough to go beyond sympathy, beyond empathy, and into compassion. Compassion understands. I've walked that mile, or I know what walking that mile is. I understand, and I so love you. Because you honor them. You don't see them as a victim, you honor the journey they're on and you can where you where you can you help them on the journey but you do not take the feeling of it on i agree yeah. it is it is important to to remember that and if we are aware of our energy field we can feel the shadow self when it's presenting to ourselves and says, if this thought is mine, if this emotion is mine, so we can reject it or says, I send love to that, um, to that thought or to that emotion or whatever. And it's easy to get rid of it. If we become aware of our, our own energy around us and our yeah. own thoughts, and that's why it's important to become aware 
all the time. That's right. And it's compassion, you see. And your compassion comes uh, very much from how you've treated yourself. You see, if you are, you say, loving yourself, but if you are, if you experience the beauty of who you are, you also know that you have experienced so many, so many of the things that other people have experienced. Not in this lifetime necessarily, but you know it. Otherwise, you would not feel sad. <laughs> sad is the human uh, uh, signal, feeling sad by other people. But you understand and you see, like for example me, instead of being frustrated at seeing all these people all these years, going to work nine to five jobs, slaving for their family, instead of thinking poor things, this is not fair, I felt the honour of knowing them and the strength and beauty of the human spirit that they were showing me. And compassion for their choice of this lifetime and the honour of them walking their walk. So my sadness turned to joy, if you like, or at least comfort and calm and peace. And that's uh, um, one of the things we gain from this because, you know, on more than one occasion I've heard from those, my, if you like, uh, a higher team, that one of the, the things that human beings stand out and, and will stand out when they have, uh, have risen to their highest as a collective, is their compassion. Humans have learned, and had to learn if you like, compassion in so many ways, in all its form, compassion. And when they go out into the cosmos to teach, as they will, because there's the fastest universe, and there's a lot of learning for a lot of beings throughout the universe. When humans go out as ambassadors, that's what they will teach, is what compassion truly is. How beautiful is that? Yes, in the moment we put the shoes of others, of other, other person, we can understand why they're doing, even if it is very painful, even if it's very hurtful, but we can understand better uh, what are, why they're doing it, what are they're doing, and we can feel compassion for them. But if we don't put the shoes of others, we're never going to understand, and it is going to be very hard to have compassion. Mm. So we need to actually put the shoes of of the person, so like that we can feel compassion for them. It doesn't matter the experience that we're having with them. Yes, yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, humanity as a collective is going to have to do that because the aftermath of all these things that are happening, as we heal, as it were, there's a great deal of healing to be done. But when we've completed that, we will have something 
so beautifully forgotten to spread to the universe because other beings from other dimensions will be able to come near you and I and all those who are listening come in their presence and they will feel what compassion is because humans will emanate that knowing and all all the understanding and all the light which can thank all the experiences of what we have been through to earn the beauty of our compassion and they will have be able to get direct experience by being in the presence of a human that is that, yeah and uh, I wrote uh, just a little while ago on my posting uh, from the fairies um, how the, the fairies have been the fairy kingdoms have been bereft or if you like uh, without the presence for a long long time of human as Christ had been as a light being because that's part of something they learn from and so they're so looking forward to us coming back or if you like standing in our full glory as beings on this planet together unified and sharing with the other kingdom it is time it is, it is time, time. It, is, it is time so you can see i've walked through my with rose colored spectacles <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Nikki, are you teaching any classes? Are you planning to teach a workshop or something very soon? No, no. I, I find with the Facebook, I'm, I'm uh, very busy with people and um, uh, with the uh, well, the books. I've got about five books in the pipeline eventually. But also, I have a mission. I have a mission. Um, and that is to build a college or university of, um, oh, what do you call it, uh, creative self-empowerment. Hmm. And uh, that is my vision. It's been a vision for many, many years. I'm just waiting for the money to come in, but it'll have a community and it will be a college that will offer a a degree as it were or a, a diploma but it will have an outreach it will have a community outreach which grows so it's a big big project and that's something i'm hoping to put my time into in new zealand or uh, or it will be online they haven't told me you will probably have a lot online path as well but it will be physical it will be a physical college and uh, uh, when they show me the land, I'm <laughs> I, I know. I, I have a, a vision also uh, of a retreat, but by now still, it's still in my heart and my, in my mind, but soon we will have that. Yeah. Well, this has been, there were two or three times in my life that I thought it was going to happen. 
So it's been around for 50 years. My first opportunity was about uh, 45 years ago. I thought it was going to happen and then it fell through. So um, I had to be patient, but I, I don't think you'll have to wait that long because uh, when the reset happens, there's going to be a lot of opportunity for those with humanitarian projects. Then do you think uh, there is going to be a, a reset coming Absolutely. very soon? Absolutely. I don't know when, but yes, it's always been on the cards. It has to be. Because instead of being slaves to money, we have to show that we can be masters of it. Otherwise, we, you know, we won't have learned anything. I agree. I agree. It has to come to change. Yeah, we yeah. Can, right now, we can feel the change in inner in ourselves individually, but it has to be collective. It has to be in the collective, not only one by one. And one is having an amazing experience, and your neighbor is not. So that causes envy, uh, competition, and that causes more problems because. Yeah. One is enjoying life and the other one is not. So it mm. has to come in the collective. It has to be in the collective. So yes. like that, we the dark uh, shadow is not present anymore. No, yeah, that's right. I think that uh, if people want the gracious outward sign that we're really onto it, is just watch the number of people who, who say in their own way, I've had enough. Yeah. Whether you've had the or not doesn't matter now. It, it, it doesn't matter. People are having enough. And when they stand and say they have enough, that's the turning around. And we are right on the cusp. We're, we're actually past the cusp. Things are starting to happen. Uh, we're going to have the change. We just will have the difficulty of breaking through what social psych what psychologists call mass formation the mass formation the, the hypnosis um because of fear long term fear not just the fear of this uh pandemic uh, but there was fear before that think of there was 30 or 40 years of fear of nuclear holocaust But that was mostly unspoken. It was in the hearts of people. And so all that anxiety uh, accumulated to the point when we had COVID, how many people seemed to be uh, hypnotized because it was a way of them uh, releasing that fear. But now... Uh, Yeah, it, 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 it's the beginning of the end right now, right now. So uh, we, we, we won't give up hope. We've all had come because we heard the call, and the call's always been there, and heart will win. It would just be quicker, easier, if we don't falter. I agree. And, Yeah, and anyone who feels like a falter and doesn't want to falter, come to me. I'll give you a kick. <laughs> I hope I, I go soon to New Zealand. I, I have to go to New Zealand. It's, it's in my heart. Uh, I believe I had past lives over there 
it is beautiful beside that. It is yes. just beautiful. It, it is. It's, it's pristine. It sort of uh, has a, a naivety about it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like it's, it, there's lots of people there, but it, it's, um, uh, has an innocence. That's why I think they, New Zealand people got so duped by the mad woman because, uh, it was so, you know, a lot of the people, um, are sort of happy go lucky, you know, let, let, live, let, let people do their own thing. And so, uh, now they've got to really stand up, but they are doing it. People can only take so much. So you'll be most welcome in, in New Zealand. Yeah. Thank you, Nikki. When, do you, when is your next book coming out? Uh, hopefully the end of February. Okay. Um, yeah, yes. And it, it'll be, this is the first one in, in the, in the, which way do I go that way? Yeah. Uh, a little bit more in the middle. Uh, that way. Uh, oh. There, there, there it is. Yeah, yeah. Humanity Rising by Nikki Hamid. Yeah, it's a, a journey from control and fear to love and freedom. And it's part of a series, it's the first one in a series of Ascension Reminder series. So that's the first one. The second one will be Beautiful Human and so on. Yeah. Guys, you can find it in Amazon. And uh, and thank you so much, Nikki. I really appreciate uh, your time. And thank you, everybody, for, for your time. And for the ones that are going to see this uh, podcast later on, I really thank you with all my heart. And, uh, and uh, we'll see you in the 21st with Suzanne, Suzanne Bishop in Soul Talk. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you thank so you. much. Thank and you, Mother. Thank you for your time. And thank you, everybody. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. I would love to share with you my transformational system, Path to the Heart, that I created just for you. Head over to monicaramireswarrioflove.com and you will find free resources. In there, you can download a masterclass in how to stop being people pleaser and meditations to get you started.